You see, oppression and being an oppressor begets. You know what begets is? It, it said uh, uh, Jacob begat, uh, you know, Abraham begat, Isaac, Isaac begat, Jacob. It was born to. It's used in the birth of. You know that. But it also can be used in the birth of something. I do something and so it gives birth to something. Oppression begets oppression. All over this world, there have been different series and people in history that oppressed another nation, oppressed another culture, oppressed. Guess what? It takes 40 years or so that oppression ceases and the but the sad thing about it is those who were oppressed then become the new oppressor. Isn't that strange? Isn't that sad? And then it takes another 40-year cycle, and then those who oppressed, those people then become oppressed by someone else. It's a cycle. It's a cycle of oppression. It's a cycle of sin. Sin begets sin, gives birth to Darkness gives birth to darkness. I know it sounds like I'm starting off very negative, but maybe I've got your attention for a moment, then I can turn it around just now and show you the opposite. Every one of these negative things gives birth to its kind. Whatever it is gets born the kind of thing, gives birth to that kind of thing. You see a lot of people who were molested, the strange thing is they become molesters themselves. You see a lot of people whose parents were alcoholics. You see that they become alcoholics themselves. It's like this birth cycle of whatever was negative, whatever was dark, what sin, the wages of sin is death. That death seems to be transferred from generation to generation to generation. But the good news is the cycle has been broken. I pray this morning that the Holy Spirit will come into each one of our lives and let us realize to what level and what depth and to the magnificence of the God who came and sent His Son to live amongst us to take hold of our sin and our sickness and our disease and change that, transform that, turn that around by instituting another cycle. You know that a, 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 woman, a, a woman's menstrual cycle can only be stopped by the planting of a seed. Come on, you've got to hear something this morning. If we go to the beginning, right at the beginning, in the beginning God created. When God created, He said, and He created trees and fruit trees with their seed within them. Within the creative cycle, right at the beginning, God placed seed because seed would become the repetitive cycle. Okay. May the Holy Spirit help you this morning because if God gives this to you this morning and it drops in you, you will never be subject to anything else ever again because God is about to break 
has already broken the cycle. The victory is yours in Christ. The cycle is broken. You just have to implement or understand what seed is in the ground and what is being produced in your life according to what seed. So, Romans 5. <laughs> Yo, I tell you what, if you'd been up as long as I've been up, <laughs> got up to turn the lights off, got up to do something, I don't know, turn the lights on, turn the lights off. Which cycle are we in? Are the cycle of lights on or lights off? Got up to do something and couldn't go back to sleep at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> when that happens to me, I know God's up to something. I lie for the next two hours preaching to myself in the bed. I just hear the message. I should actually just get up out of bed, take a pen, take paper, and just sit and write. May God do something for you this morning. Guys, I pray in the Spirit this morning that the Spirit come and bring a new cycle into your life. Bring a new season into your life like no other season you have ever seen before that God does something in your life so awesome that you say, I thought I knew him, I thought I knew everything about him, but some revelation just slapped you up against the side of your head and you go, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> Doreen and Nathaniel, Doreen's always ragging me. <laughs> So when they got in here this morning, I was singing a song that's kept me up since 3 o'clock this morning. And then she said, Pastor Dave, that's old stuff. I said, yeah, but I'm, I'm a classic. <laughs> I'm filled with the old classics. I, I'm filled with the old, you know, the... He is my everything. He is my all. Christ is my everything, both great and small. He gave his life for me, made everything new. He is my everything. None other will do. I got it right. <laughs> That's like ancient stuff, but it's the truth. Amen? <laughs> so Romans 5 from about verse 17, you need to read the whole, but because of time constraints, I'm only going to read some of it this morning. It says, for if because of one man's trespass, in brackets, lapse or offense, death reigned through that one, say cycle, much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace, unmerited favor and free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with himself, say cycle, Reign as kings in life through one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Well then, as one man's trespass, one man's false step and failing 
um, led to condemnation for all men. So one man's net, so, so one man's act of righteousness leads to acquittal and right standing with God and life for all men. For just as by one man's disobedience, failing to hear headlessness and carelessness, the, ma the many were constituted sinners, so by one man's obedience, the many will be constituted righteous, made acceptable to God, brought into right standing with Him." I can continue to read and I can bring many scriptures to align with that. But are you hearing what I'm saying? The failure, the sin, the fall of man started a cycle and God needed to plant a new seed. So he sent his son, born of a woman under the law. You know how she was birthed. The seed of God through the Holy Spirit impregnated her. The Holy Spirit overshadowed her, the power of God. She knew no man, but the virgin gave birth to a son. He's God's only begotten, born of a woman, yet born under the law, yet God in the flesh. And so a new seed arises. There are, there, there are preachers out there that are preaching that you don't need a born-again experience. I don't know where they get their doctrine. I don't know where they get what they're trying to teach you. But there is an actual happening. Something needs to take place. There is a rebirth. There is a new creature in Christ that has to take place. And when you receive, oh man, what, I think it's 1 Peter or 2 Peter says, you are born again of incorruptible, never dying seed. Something takes place by the Word. The Word comes into your life. It plants a seed, a everlasting seed, a never dying seed, and you are rebirthed into a new creature, a spirit man, a son of God, and now you are born from above, says the word, and now you live according to that life. New creation, born from above, cycle is broken. So the thing that your dad did, the thing that your mom did, the thing that your great granny did, the thing that your opa, opa, opa did, I don't know, I'm French from Huguenot existence, Baswa. That's why I get on so well with Nono. I do not know what my great, great, great granny did. Maybe she was a witch. Maybe she was born, burnt at the stake. Maybe she dabbled in seances. I don't know. I can't go back that far. It could leave you with sleepless nights. What do I do about that? No, no, I can take you. The greatest fall of your opa, 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 grand, grand, grandfather is in Adam by one man. Sin entered and came upon all men. Nothing you can do about it. It was there. But the thing that you can is receive the seed that God sent and planted in this earth in His Son. It breaks the cycle. 
And then sin no longer begets sin. Darkness no longer begets darkness. Failure no longer begets failure. The cycle is broken. And now I'm a new creature in Christ. So righteousness begets righteousness. Goodness begets goodness. Blessing begets blessing. I cannot be held back. The cycle has been restored in Christ. So I look at the oppression and I look at the darkness and I look at this world and it wants to depress me. It wants to upset me. It wants to get me hopeless. But I'm not subject to that cycle anymore. I'm living out of that. I'm in another cycle. I'm at another level. I'm living from above. You're a son of God. You're ruling and reigning in this life. You don't have to live subject to the cycle. You are no longer part of that cycle. You are part of a rebirthed, spirit-filled, God-like. Yes. This morning, oh, I'm actually glad she's not here yet because she's so full of it. Not nonsense, full of the Holy Spirit. My wife has a way of putting things. She sees things in picturesque form. And she said, lately she's been seeing God walking in eternity. And his coming is like that of a king with the majesticness of the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Glory! She's behind him. It's total darkness. Emptiness. He's passed by. It's behind. That's why you can't see where he comes from. But ahead of him was the cross. And beyond that is your righteousness. When you look at this table this morning, everything that you require Everything that you need to understand is right here. It's right here. When you come to this table this morning, there's healing of your finances. There's healing of your family. There's healing from your past. There's healing in any possible way that you need it. It's all here this morning. His body broken for you. His blood shed for you so that you can be a partaker of a new life, of a new cycle, of a newness of life. (laughs) God, I pray by the Holy Spirit. You know, we say, I've got a few minutes. We say, come Holy Spirit. Then there are people say, but how can you say, come Holy Spirit? Has he not already come? Yes, he has. But when we say come, we say come and give us a new infilling. We say come and give us new understanding. He leads us into all truth. He tells us about the Father. There are certain comings of the Spirit when we say, come. We say, come and give me new strength. Come and give me a new, a, a new realization. Come and give me a new revelation. Come, as, come, Holy Spirit, through the apostle. 
and, 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 and make a foundational change. Come as the prophet and, and give me a word. Come as the teacher and give me a revelation. Come as the pastor and, and protect and, 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 and shepherd my life. He's operational in all the giftings. He's operational in so many different ways. He says, um, uh, when he comes, he will convince and convict of sin and righteousness and judgment. On sin because they believe not. So he's talking about those in the world. That Holy Spirit will come and, and fall on an audience of people who have not yet received God. And people will start running to the front and receive new birth of righteousness because we see him no more. He comes into your life and just when you missed it completely at the robot, nearly knocked your front windscreen out with a fist through the window because a guy drove right through the red robot over the top of the nose of your car and you say, what are you doing? And then you drive away from that and go, I don't feel very much like a child of God right now. Comes to convince you, says, I'm not finished with you yet and I've made you righteous. And the judgment because the ruler of this world He's already judged. We need Him. We need the Holy Spirit to come and refill us and refill us. You are an earthen vessel. You are cracked and you leak. And we leak a lot. We come into Sunday morning service and the oil flows and we go, Hallelujah! And by Tuesday morning you feel empty because you cracked vessel. You leak. That's why we need Him. It's a good place to be in dependence of Him. And if you're ministering, have you ever taken oil in the front and started anointing people? Try it sometime. Put your hands full of oil and start praying for people. Touch their hands, touch their forehead, touch their head. By the fourth person, the oil is dried up because you've shed it. You've given it to other people. You've laid hands on so many that the oil that you're carrying is now dispersed amongst them, and you need a refill. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Anoint your people, fill your church, overflow our lives so that we will be people of God anointing and blessing Father I pray this morning that this table will be a special table whatever the person the comer to the table needs whatever they require this morning may it be a fresh cycle may it be a reminder that they are in the cycle of God's supernatural health Wealth, overflow, blessing, anointing, made righteous. I am crucified with Christ. I, the Adamite man, no longer live, but now Christ lives in and through me by His faith. I am a new creature. Old has passed away. Look, everything has become brand new. Lord, as your people come to eat of your body and drink of your blood, may they receive fresh revelation of how completely and absolutely you made them part of the second man 
the only begotten of God, who came to take them out of the cycle of death and has done so and put them into the cycle of everlasting life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. From this side to here, this table, from this side to here, this table. Um, Peter, and no, no, just come and break the bread up quickly for me, please. Nathaniel, yeah, you do that table. Peter, do that one for me. Yeah, just, just break up the smaller ones. Leave the big loaves for later. Or even, even the big loaf doesn't matter. We just go for it this morning. Amen. There are pieces here, Peter, on the side. You can come so long. Hallelujah. Receive this morning from the Lord fresh beginning. Receive this morning from the Lord fresh anointing. Receive this morning from the Lord a new season. Receive the life given to you. He is your everything. He gave His life that you might live. In remembering his death, I remember that he gave me life. Hallelujah. People that led me and LB to the Lord, as you're just sitting there right now, the husband, his dad, went to be with Jesus this week at the age of 96. As the two sons and the daughter stood in the ICU and prayed for their dad and sang songs of praise, the sisters that work the sister, the one sister that works in the ICU, went and called her blood sister who works in another ward. And she said, you need to come and see what's going on in that ward. This is their testimony. When they walked into the ward where those kids were saying goodbye to their dad, they were struck by a literal atmosphere of God. I know the uncle, I've respected him his whole life. He lived a godly life, a very humble servant of God. And when his kids finally came to greet him at the end of his life, and they were praying with him as they prayed him over, and he stepped to the other side, there was an atmosphere that you could cut with a knife. That atmosphere is in this place this morning. That aroma of life unto life is in this place this morning. You are that aroma. You are that atmosphere because He lives inside of you. You have been brought out of the cycle of death and you have been put into the cycle of life. There's a friend of Dave and Patrice's. He's right this very moment crossing over. Had cancer for many months. He's been fighting. There's been much prayer. He's a wonderful man. And he's crossing over right now. He's going to be with Jesus. Because he's certified. And he's, what is it? Grafted in to the tree of life. 
If you're not certain this morning, make certain today that you take him into your life and say, I need you to be part of my life. I need a revelation, Holy Spirit, that the cycle has been broken, that all the renewal things of my mind take place now freely because I have revelation and realization of what Jesus actually did. The Bible says, talking about Jesus said, if the seed doesn't fall into the ground and die, it remains alone. But if it falls into the ground and dies, it brings forth a harvest. We are the harvest of what Christ died for. He is that seed fallen into the ground so that we might be the first fruits of what Jesus has done. Father, I pray again this morning that the Holy Spirit will be so much in the presence of life that people will know that they are not subject to and under oppression, but they are free from oppression, free from depression, and they are in the cycle of life everlasting. In Jesus' name, amen.